0: This episode is brought to you by ShowMeTheCovers.com. Use Grapple for 25% off. Alrighty, folks, we are A-L-I-V-E alive and kicking. We are on the eve of the NFL draft. It is Wednesday night. We're In 24 hours, we will know the majority of the first round. I'm Matthew Priest, being joined by just CJ here tonight. So far, Billy conspicuous by his absence. Uh, CJ, NFL draft tomorrow. How are you feeling right now, bud?
1: Ah, uh, I feel fine. Kind of excited. Just want to know how this all pans out. Which quarterbacks are going to get picked, and you know what order is going to happen, and who's going to be the next bust, and you know all that fun shit that happens in the in the draft.
0: Just kind of excited, huh? You're not stoked?
1: Well, I did request a day off of work for this. I tried to take vacation, but a manager quit, and therefore I cannot take vacation time. Because there's not enough of us to fucking go around with everybody being on the unemployment and nobody wanting to work. So, therefore, I am doing eight jobs for one man, and, uh, you know, no wonder I'm an alcoholic. But
0: it's all right. This is a working man's podcast, gambling with a grappleman. We got our gambling odds here. There's actually a really good uh, draft special on the FanDuel where you can pick the exact four of the first four picks, all plus money. Uh, The best odds on that are for it to go Lawrence, Wilson, Jones, Pitts. That's plus 100, so it's double your money if you bet that. And then they have about 20 different combinations for the first four, four picks um, some wild ones in there, but if you pick it right, you know, you've got it it's all plus money. It's a it's a good bet right now on the fan if you wanna to try to guess the exact four in the first round of the NFL draft and uh CJ, do you think that's how it's gonna go? Do you think it's gonna go Lawrence, Wilson, Jones, Pitts?
1: Uh no. I don't think that's how no. that's gonna
0: go. Okay. I don't
1: do So don't what do you got? We'll get that who,
0: you got going on? who do you got going one? Who do you got going one?
1: Well, I mean, everybody's, you know, picking Trevor Lawrence to go number one. I think you're stupid if you don't take Trevor Lawrence at number one. He's the best quarterback in the draft. He is the best player in the draft. Whether he pans out with Jacksonville or not is a whole nother story. If Jacksonville can get their shit together and build a team around Trevor Lawrence within the next three or four years, okay. But... You know, there's always the injury aspect, and if you don't have an offensive line that's going to block for him, he could get hurt and be out of the league in five years, which is no fault of his own. You know, but Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one pick.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's been the number one pick for like ten years. <laughs> it's a can't miss thing. He's already got the Jacksonville playbook is the rumor on the street, which I don't know how that's fair, and I don't know why the draft is going to start at 8 p.m. tomorrow, but we're going to have to wait until about 8:20 before it's officially announced as Justin Lawrence, uh, not Justin Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, as one overall pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number two there, the odds on favorite. A lot of people are speculating it's going to be Zach Wilson to the New York Jets. Do you think that's going to happen?
1: Zach Wilson looks like a lesbian.
0: He He
1: puts his little headband on and takes pictures, and he looks like, he looks like a, like a women's tennis player.
0: I, I didn't ask him for his looks. I, I I asked if he was going to be the number two, number two pick to the Jets. I
1: mean, he, I think the Jets are stupid if they pick him number two. If I were the Jets, I would go with Justin Fields. Just for the simple fact that Justin Fields is more of an all-around athlete. You know, I'm not saying that Zach Wilson's not, but I believe... Justin Fields is a better athlete than Zach Wilson. Now, you hear all the bullshit about, oh, Zach Wilson's got a cannon for an arm and this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. The motherfucker played at BYU. Who the hell played at BYU as a quarterback outside of of Jim McMahon and Steve Young? Ty Detmer. Yeah. Journeyman backup, Ty
0: Detmer. Hey, he was the all-time NCAA passing leader at one point. I mean, he former Detroit Lion, former Cleveland Brown, true journeyman backup, but he made a solid career out of it.
1: Passing leader in the first what two games of the season?
0: No, in co- college he was the collegiate NCAA no, no, passing just, record you know, if holder to, for a if long time. You go to Texas
1: a or you play in the Big Twelve, you're breaking all the passing records. You know yeah, who, was what, BJ, so who was BJ Sims for, of Texas? Tech. You know who played for Boise that had the huge? Was it Case Keenum? Or was it the other guy?
0: Ace Keenan, I believe it was Houston, Boise. I can only picture Ryan Dinwiddie. There's Kellen Moore who had all the touchdowns. Kellen Moore, that's who it is. Kellen Moore was the other one. Was I mean, was Kellen the kid. There was Tommy Chang out of Hawaii who broke a bunch of records, and yeah, B.J. Yeah, Sims Yeah, of You got a Texas all these text. guys
1: that break all these records and they ain't shit. My thing is Zach Wilson hasn't played a whole lot in college for anybody to sit there and be like that motherfucker is the number two pick.
0: Well, the thing with with Zach Wilson is. I was really surprised the Jets moved on from Sam Darnold without getting, especially knowing what we know now today, officially earlier today. Uh, the Carolina Panthers traded t- Teddy Bridgewater to the Denver Broncos for a sixth round pick with Carolina keeping $7 million of that. I feel like if you're the New York Jets, this, if you're going to move on from Darnold and you want to bring a veteran quarterback in, the smart thing to do would have been to just get Bridgewater in the Darnold deal and you at least have a guy who could play this year while well, Zach Wilson learns. Is Zach Wilson NFL ready to play game one for the New York Jets? I don't think so. I feel like he – I'm with you. I think Justin Fields is the better of the two. But I feel like the pick is going to be Zach Wilson just because of the upside he has. Everybody's gloating. I, I'm. I, this is not me talking. This is just what the people are saying about Zach Wilson, The the, the folks who make a living talking NFL. We don't. Um, I'm just a l I'm just a logistics manager and, and you're just a chef. So I mean, we don't know shit about the NFL uh insiders like these people do. But they say Zach Wilson has the potential to be like an Aaron Rodgers or a Patrick Mahomes and he has all this arm talent. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. I'm with you. He went to Boise or went to BYU and yeah, he can sling it all around the field and he can do all these passes. But what's he gonna do when he's gotta read a defense and he's got Uh, He's going to be playing there in the in the AFC East, where he's got to face that Bills defense, which is no joke. That Bills defense is excellent. Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks is freaking. His record is unbelievable. Uh, If you don't think the New England Patriots are going to throw schemes at him that Zach Wilson's never seen before, Zach Wilson is going to have a hellacious rookie year um, if they throw him out there with the Bills, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. Were damn near a playoff team last year. They can bring it off the edge, too. Uh, that's that's six losses, uh, I think, for the Jets right out of the gate, uh, and it's a bad start to the, a career for uh, Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, and what you were saying is, you know, all they can compare his talent to Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for four or five years before he got his chance. Yep. You know, who is Zach Wilson going to learn from? Talking Joe Flacco? I don't even know if Joe Flacco is still there.
0: I believe yeah. he is. I believe he is. And that's why I was... Not,
1: no knock on Joe Flacco, but, I mean, they're not going to start Joe Flacco if they draft Zach Wilson number two.
0: That's just how that works. Uh, I so, mean, maybe, I'm going
1: to say, yes, Zach Wilson will go number two.
0: Maybe it's like what Miami did with Tua, where it's like Fitzpatrick is going to be the guy the first couple weeks of the season, and they'll go to Tua, um, and we'll see how that turns out for the Jets and how they play. Uh, I think the situation is a lot more set up for success for Wilson's future if they do a similar thing, like let let Flacco play to the bye week, get Wilson some reps in there, and then let him finish out the season when it's already a lost season, and you know, hopefully you're picking in the top five again next year if you're the New York Jets and you're able to take an elite pass rusher, a great offensive lineman. That's, That's the only saving grace for the Jets, in my opinion. If he survives, but but we'll get to we'll, we'll get to we'll get to pick five in the Cincinnati Bengals and is the rookie quarterback last year who barely survived, but we're going to the number three pick now. San Francisco 49ers on the clock, the rumored innuendo and the the odds as I mentioned to the Fanduel odds here have Mac Jones as the number three pick uh, to the San Francisco 49ers. Are you in lockstep with this here?
1: Um, I am not. I I I don't see. Why the 49ers would trade up that far to draft Mac Jones when he was going to be there where they were at when they when wherever they were the 11 12, 12 pick, well, whatever it well, was yeah. he was going to be there for that if they were that in love with them you know none of these other teams were going to take him you know Miami wasn't going to take him Atlanta probably wasn't going to take him Cincinnati wasn't going to take him you know the Lions Carolina they're not they're not going to go. They weren't going to go Mac Jones, and it's not a knock on Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones will be a good quarterback. You know, uh, they compare him to Kirk Cousins. But I honestly think that if the 49ers trade it up, they're trading up for a Justin Fields if they want to go quarterback, or they go with a Kyle Pitts or a a Devontae Smith or a Jalen Waddell. You know, they're going for a specific player. And I don't, I get all the Mac Jones talk. I don't, I, you know, you hear Trey Lance was thrown out there too. I I don't think Trey Lance goes, uh, you know, I, I think Justin Fields ends up going to the 49ers. So you think
0: Justin Fields is the three pick? I was with you on that. Um, And, and it's all smoke. No one knows what to believe. And it's all bullshit and it's all smoke that's out there right now. But like the 49ers had a press conference, I believe on Monday and Kyle Shanahan, or John, I think it was John Lynch actually, said they went up to number three. Um, and they basically said they were looking at a quarterback. There was, there was five quarterbacks in the draft that they believe can change a franchise, but Lynch said they wanted the option between three of them. Whatever three were remaining to them at the three pick, they wanted to be able to take the best of the three, in their opinion, and not and be, and, and be able to have talent and not have to be forced with whoever was left. Sounds like bullshit to me. Sounds like smoke. Um, But who knows? I mean, all the odds are in the favor of Mac Jones. A lot of experts are saying Mac Jones. You saw a lot of Mac Jones being down there in Alabama and roll tide. And if you would have asked me a month ago who the first Alabama player off the draft board would have been, hell, Mac Jones might have been the fourth Alabama player off the board for me. I would not have expected him to be the first. And um but yeah, he's sitting there right now. His odds on favor of three. And uh I I, I lean towards Justin Fields being a little bit of a surprise pick here too. Um I, I would not be surprised if it was if it was Justin Fields, even though a lot of pushes for Trey Lance lately. Um just I think to get some smoke off Matt Jones, but the odds are still there for it to go Lawrence Wilson Jones. We'll find out tomorrow. Number four with this bet that's going on in a fan duel. They've got Kyle Pitts locked in at number four to the Atlanta Falcons doesn't matter if it's the Falcons picking there, whoever picks four, but right now it would be the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I think Pitts might be the best player in the draft, um, but we'll find out when his career is done. Do you think he goes four?
1: He's either going to go three or he's going to go four. He'll go to one of those two teams. He'll either okay. go to the 49ers or Atlanta. If, he go, if, he's at, if he's still on the board with Atlanta picking, yes. If not, I think... I think they go with Justin Fields.
0: So for you right now, brother, you have it going. Lawrence Wilson Fields pits right. Yep. That right now on FanDuel is plus 800. So if you bet ten dollars, you got a chance to win eighty. You bet $100, it's a hundred dollars, it's a chance to win eight hundred. Uh, you bet one dollar, it's a chance to win eight. The odds favor have shifted a little bit for the Lawrence Wilson Jones pits. It's now minus 135. So you bet a dollar thirty-five to win a dollar, uh, or thirteen fifty to win ten. So you get you know twenty-three fifty payout um, there if, if that's what you wanted it to do. It was plus one hundred earlier today, so a lot of money coming in on that exact four order. That's where the odds have it. That's this is a gambling show. We're not going to get into too much more with exact order, but CJ, you got your number four. You got you. you we talked, about, talked a little bit about Kyle Pitts, excellent tight end. I mean, he's almost like a, a Jimmy Graham um, 2.0 from what I can see out of the guy. He's more of a receiver than a tight end or almost like a Calvin Johnson, where he's just got massive size, but he'll line up a tight end. They'll eventually teach him how to block uh, when he gets a little bit older, but but he's just, he's dangerous. And he's going to call, he, he should be able to be good right away.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think he'll be a game changer, especially if they stick with Matt Ryan this year. But, I mean, you know, there's always that possibility they go with a quarterback, too. You never know just because Matt Ryan's a little older. But who knows?
0: Yeah, I think Matt Jones, one of the other reasons with, with San Francisco is Matt Jones seemed like a fit with uh, to be the successor to Matt Ryan. But who knows? Um, number five, Cincinnati Bengals on the, would be on the clock next. Who do you have him taken?
1: It's, it's a toss-up between Jamar Chase and Panay Sewell. It's like, do you get that tackle to protect Joe Burrow, or do you go with the receiver that he's already got, uh, you know, rapport with? Do you get that receiver to where he could, you know, get a playmaker and then draft, uh, you know, another tackle lineman in the in the second round? You know, so I, I think with them being the Cincinnati Bengals, they go with uh, Jamar Chase.
0: You know, I, this is I'm I'm I agree. It's gotta be one of those two guys, right? Unless somehow, some way, well, with the with the Teddy Bridgewater trade that Denver ain't moving up. Unless somebody makes a trade with Atlanta for whatever reason to grab a quarterback. If there's a surprise, if if uh, Justin Fields goes three, and there's a team who loves Mac Jones over Trey Lance or vice versa, they may jump all the way up to to get him. Um, but unless something drastic happens within the first four picks, I, I think I think it's got to be Chase or Sewell, and I'm with you. Uh, I, I think I think they got to go Sewell here. If they don't go Sewell, it's a mistake because we I alluded to it with Zach Wilson. Um, they're gonna need to get this dude protection at some point, and he's dead in the water in that division if he has no protection. And Joe Burrow, we saw what happened with no protection. Yeah, he's a rookie quarterback, and he shows that he's got some talent, Burrow does, but he didn't finish the season. I mean, he got assaulted a lot, and he's a rookie quarterback, and he needs someone to protect him, and why not go with the offensive line? I get that. Oh, a good, a good route runner like Chase, he can get the ball out quick. He's already familiar with him. I do understand all that. But you need a man in the trenches. You build your franchise in the trenches. You might as well get the best offensive lineman in the draft. Um, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you got to go Sewell here unless Pitts falls to you. And otherwise, to me, it's a total failure on the Bengals' part. No matter how good Jamar Chase is, no matter how good Joe Burrow is, if you can't protect the quarterback, you can't win football games.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a wide receiver-heavy draft. Like, there's like 10 or 15 wide receivers in this draft that are NFL, NFL players, you know? So it's like you could you could pass on getting that game-playing wide receiver and go with that tackle – and then pick up with your second pick, you know, what will that be, 36, 37, wherever they're at, you could get, like, you know, uh, Elijah Moore from Ole Miss or uh, uh, Tony from Florida, you know, somebody like that that's still a decent receiver that's not one of the top four or three that come out of the draft.
0: And and the thing also, I think, is too, is they already have T. Higgins and uh, Taj Boyd. Those are two very good wide receivers already. Higgins. Has a chance to be a, a Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver. He was oh, very, very good.
1: About at about the Cincinnati Bengals. It's and like talking about the Detroit Lions. I mean, you know,
0: it is. And we're going to touch on them in a second, but I mean, you got to go with the linemen here. If you're if you're the Bengals, I get it. You might want to reunite Chase. It'll be that's an interesting pick to me. What they do at five will determine yeah, a lot of what happens next. Those. So next up, pick number six. Uh, Be a few trades is the Miami Dolphins. They were sitting at three. Uh, they had the Texans pick, which had them picking three. They drop back to uh, twelve on the deal with the 49ers, and then they make a deal with the Philadelphia Eagles to jump up back up into six. Moving around the first round here, why do you think that is? Who are the ba- who do you have the Dolphins taking?
1: Well, see, since I had Chase going to Cincinnati, I think they go with Sewell here. Tech but if it goes vice versa I think they get one of the Bama wide receivers and in my opinion I think it's Jalen waddle that goes before Devonte Smith so I think it's it's stool here unless he's off the board and then I think they pick up waddle and then chase falls down
0: the board interesting i I totally see that happening I agree i, I it just seems weird you move around. Um, get up to six.
1: Well, you to dropped take out a receiver. A well, you dropped yeah. out of three. You know, because you didn't. You know, you wanted to get a little more draft value, I guess. So you went to the Forty ers because they were going to give you whatever. And then you trade back into play at six. And who knows? Maybe they draft fucking Trey Lance. You never know. Maybe they go up. I, I think it's too high to pick a running back at this spot, but
0: yeah,
1: you know, ATN or uh, Najee Harris. I don't know.
0: Yeah, taking a running back in the top ten—that um, would be the most blasted pick uh, of the entire night, um, because you're going to have to pick up, you know, if the fifth-year option is only eligible for the first round. That's why a lot of teams don't take running backs in the first round, is because they don't like to put a fifth-year option on the back uh, for whatever reason. I think if you got a great back with the health differences, make a great player is a great player. But I digress. Uh, yeah, the Dolphins here—it does. I mean, Devontae Smith. Or Jalen Waddell make the most sense. Um, Sewell, Chase, all those guys do make sense. I wouldn't be surprised though if if Miami took the first defensive player and really shuffled things up, because or if they somehow traded back again or made another deal, seeing how things go. Um, especially if there's a team who wants a quarterback, If they want Lancer uh, Jones. They may they may jump here. Uh, um, Miami's got a lot of power, um, but yeah, I think I think. I think you're right in a Bama receiver going here. Next up, our hometown, well, my hometown, your former hometown, or Detroit Lions on the clock. The uh, Brad Holmes era with the MCDC De- Motor City Dan Campbell getting their first pick <laughs> for the new regime. And um, what do you think they're gonna do here?
1: I have no fucking idea.
0: <laughs>
1: there's, there's too much they need. And it's just it's uh, do they trade the pick? Do they trade back? Do they stay where they are? If they stay where they are, I've got them drafting Jalen Waddle. They could also go with an offensive lineman. They could go with Rashawn Slater, or uh, that Vera Tucker kid from USC. You never know. You know, I think it's either a lineman or a receiver they go with. I don't think they go, you know. I don't think they pick a a Micah Parsons up that that high up in the draft. I don't think they go with that linebacker like that. Um, Some of the cornerbacks, like Patrick Sertain or anything like that, I I don't know because they drafted Okuda last year, and Okuda's, you know, whatever the fuck Okuda is. So it's, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to build, what they're going to pick first, but if it were me, I would build, you know, an offensive line first. You get a you get that, and then you get your receiver in the second round. But if you want a receiver and a playmaker, since you lost all your receivers, you need that, I think, more than anything right now. So, and you have no defense. So,
0: yeah, the, the trade down option seems to make a lot of sense. Uh, Micah Parsons also makes a lot of sense, and that's why I think they do try to trade down and still get Parsons. Um, but with the Chris Spielman influence. Uh, I definitely feel like Parsons and Slater are going to be two of the highest guys on their board. Uh, they're Big Ten guys. Uh, Brad Holmes, though, is a great scout for talent. He's drafted really well for the Rams. and helped been a big part of that, that Rams regime in, in finding talent. But it, with the way that this team is made up right now, it would be surprising if a wide receiver was the first pick of this new Detroit regime, this gritty look. Um, I mean, yeah, you'd have Waddle Smith and Chase all there, but there is a lot of receiver depth in this draft, to your point earlier. They've got a few guys in Tyrell Williams. They've picked up a free agency, not that he's a, a game-changer. that You do want to get some weapons for Goff. you got TJ Hawkinson. The offensive line's pretty pretty decent, actually. Um, I think the only offensive lineman they lost from last year was Joe Dahl, and that the line... Um, I mean, the Jonah Jackson kid and Logan Stenberg, two really good guards they got last year in the draft. Um, You know, Frank Ragnall, they picked up his fifth-year option. He's going to be a stalwart. I mean the guy was a, a, that, a pro bowler. Ragnall's great. They don't have Decker back another year. They they're paying Vitai. I mean the offensive line, Crosby played decent last year. I, I'm always for drafting offensive line. I think Roshan Slater makes a lot of sense. He's the kid from Northwestern, a Big Ten guy. It's a very Spielman like influence pick. Um, but I, I really believe they're going defense. I really think they're going to go defense. And that's why I think they're going to try to trade down a lot of Smart folks have them trading with New England here, um, which would be a little bit of a surprise, but it, it would make sense for New England or Arizona. Arizona is <laughs> another team that I've heard that they yeah, can trade heard, with. Heard Arizona for sure, because um, Arizona may want to go grab uh, protection. Um, they may want to grab one of those offensive linemen, from what I understand. But we'll see. Uh, we will see what the Detroit Lions do. It is kind of a wild card pick this year. I, I don't know if I'd be disappointed. I, I think the only player that I would be On the offensive side of the football, where I'd be two players, two players where I'd be a little disappointed with would be uh, Devonta Smith or Trey Lance. Um, I just feel like those are two project players. Devonta Smith, I could be totally wrong on. He could be a major game changer because he is fast. His size does concern me a little bit, especially going to the Detroit Lions, who we had an undersized wide receiver. We drafted the first round, Charles Rodgers. Shai's guy was a great athlete, showed, showed brilliance at times, but he couldn't stay healthy. And well, he
1: shot him the leg. Well, no, that was Plexico
0: Perez. That Burris. was But, yeah, I mean, and, and that would just concern me with Devonta Smith there. But um, who knows? I mean, I, I like where you're going at, though, if you had Waddle. So if you had Sewell going to the Bengals and Waddle going to the Dolphins, who did you have them taking, the, the, uh, Slater or the, the other tackle from USC?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going with because it's too high up for them to draft Micah Parsons, I believe. Okay. I don't believe Micah Parsons is a top 10 pick. I, I'm not saying that he's not, but I don't think the Lions would do that. I think if the way I look at it is if they traded in with the Eagles, say, at number 12 or the Giants at number 11, then okay, I think you can get your Micah Parsons right there. I think if you go too far down, like with the Patriots or Arizona, I don't think Micah Parsons will be there because I think. Minnesota will make that pick. I think Minnesota goes
0: defense there. Or the Broncos at nine, you know. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's changed a lot. But, I mean, who's, who's uh, the guy at one point was the number two draft pick. And it, yeah. When when the college football season ended, everybody had Michael Parsons as the number two guy. Uh, There's a
1: lot of good linebackers in this draft, though, too. Even if you didn't get him first round, you know, second round, you still have, like, a Jabril Cox from LSU and a Dylan Moses from Bama. Uh, you know, there's a handful of linebackers, Bolton from uh, 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 Mizzou. Uh, there's a couple of, you know, there's a couple of them that will be there in the second and third round if you wanted to do that. That are good, solid linebackers, you know. And they
0: did address linebacker in the offseason. The guy Alex Anzalone from the, the Saints. Um was a good free agent pickup. Yeah, he's a, um, it's like a cover back, you know, which they need because Jared, and I think they let Jared Davis walk. Um, even though, even though Dan Campbell was really high on Jared Davis, they let him walk because Jared Davis, it was a guy they needed to just he need he had not cover anybody. He was fast, he could hit, he could tackle. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't really plug a hole on the run, um, but he could get outside and make the tackle. Uh, he couldn't cover for anything, but man. They need to to put his hand in the dirt.
1: Yeah, he could have been there, or they move him back in, like, a safety position to where all he's got to do is hit, you know? You're not really forced to cover anybody in a safety position, so it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. What do I know? All right. Yeah, I believe Jared
0: Davis went. To the Jets too so we'll see how his career goes there um (laughs) but yeah picking picking eight right now is the uh carolina panthers um kind of a wide open board here where do you think they're going
1: i think they go offensive line and i think they take slater i think if the lions don't pick rashawn slater i think that's where he ends up going
0: yeah so if, if the lions do take slater and go right with what you're saying then the other tackle you said from usc vera what was his name
1: uh vera tucker
0: do you think he goes there if the Lions takes later?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's a good a good spot because I think they're going offensive line. It could be Christian Dariusaw too. He might end up coming up and going there from Virginia Tech. But uh, those are the top three yeah. linemen in the draft. So, you know, I got a couple of Bama guys out here that I think are going to get picked up just because of the way – but I think they're more so towards later later round picks. But
0: that makes sense. You bring like, Sam Darnold in. Sam Darnold's 23, 24 year old kid. He's younger than quarter with already three years of NFL experience. Um, he's younger than some quarterbacks that are going to get drafted, uh, and he has the he has just as much talent as the other guys in this draft. Um, so I think it's smart Carolina to get uh, get a guy like Sam Darnold. Bring him in as a fresh regime. He's young enough to where you can coach him and fix whatever issues he's had, and he's out of the New York Jets. He's out of the spotlight. Christian McCaffrey will be back and healthy. Get him some protection. Get that offensive protection. Carolina's defense played pretty well and kept them in a lot of games last year, and I suspect that will happen again this year. So I'm with you on them going offensive line. Who's picking nine? That's the Broncos, right? Those, yeah. What do you got?
1: Well, I had them drafting Trey Lance. Now that they got Trey Bridgewater, I don't know if they're still going to go with Lance or not. And I think that's where maybe another receiver would fall into play if they don't draft Trey Lance. I think that's where you get, like, your Devontae Smith or, uh... Hell, I don't even know. Who else we got left?
0: Bateman's...
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe a Bateman. He's pretty good. He could go up high. Or like that Elijah Moore, like I was saying, uh, from Ole Miss. Tony from Florida. Terrence Marshall from LSU. They could pick up that, and if they don't go there, then I think they draft a corner. Uh, either it'll be Patrick Sertain or uh, J.C. Horn, Joe Horns, Joe Horns baby boy. So,
0: yeah, Denver seems like they're gonna go defense no matter what right now. Um, unless they go uh, off. Again, offensive line, there could be a run here. But uh, it seems like them getting Bridgewater, you know, with Luck and Bridgewater, they're definitely staying away from quarterback. I feel like they have a pretty good arsenal of of talent out there. Uh, From what I recall with the Broncos, I know they got Noah Fant, who's an excellent tight end. Um, He's going to make any quarterback um, a little bit better. Uh, They have... Maybe they lost him at free agency. I'm trying to look right now with who's in my head. I can picture him at wide receiver. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. He's a burner. Well, they um, got one of the Alabama kids. Was it Ruggs or It uh, was Judy. It was Judy. That's Judy. who I was picturing. Judy and they have uh Cortland Sutton as well. So Jerry Judy, that's who I was thinking of. So they've got potential there at the wide receiver position already. Um at running back, you know, they have Melvin Gordon still. They got Alloy's Freeman. And uh, I believe they drafted a running back last year, so they let Philip Lindsay walk. I do know that, but yeah, they're not going running back. I could see him going receiver. I could see him looking to get big on the line too. But I, I feel like they're definitely going defense. So I, I like you. I, I like your thought there. Them going corner with Sertain or Horn. A lot of people think Horn. Uh, uh, the the what I had heard experts say was that Horn has just as much. Hill as certain, but certain right now is probably more NFL ready but Horn yeah. has a brighter NFL future uh, because the problem with Alabama defensive backs is because they're so good under Saban they only have a little bit more room to grow when they get to the NFL uh, where like a Horn could can jump past them right now Sertain's probably the better player but two years Horn probably potentially yeah, he, he, is going to be Benny better too so. Yeah. Um, that seems to be a trend, but you can't compare one player to another just because of school they went to. Um, talent and competitiveness, you know, can't be taught. So we go to the pick ten. We're rounding out the top ten here. What do you what do you think is gonna happen here? With
1: the Cowboys? I yes, think sir. The Cowboys, no. I think the Cowboys with Sean Lee retiring, which would just kind of hit, I think they might go linebacker, but I have them picking J.C. Horn as a corner. I've got them going there, but Micah Parsons could fall there to replace Sean Lee, who retired yesterday or the day before yesterday. But I'm going J.C. Horn with the pick. And
0: I guess, and I feel like they get they're going offensive line. Um, they've lost some line. Through the years, they had a great line. When Zeke was at his best, they had a good line. And Dak just Dak getting injured last year. Andy Dalton's head got ripped off at one point last year. The offensive line was terrible. Um, I feel like the Cowboys are going offensive line. Defense wouldn't surprise me, but I feel like they're going on line. And then we get to the Giants at pick 11.
1: And this is where I've got Micah Parsons going. Uh, I've got him going to the Giants. Giants need to bulk up that defense. Uh, they could take a lineman also, O line, uh, just to, just to help with uh, Saquon and uh, Danny Dimes, but they got you know a good receiver with Galladay, and uh, they got Kyle Rudolph at tight end. So I think their offense is is, is decent right now, and I think they need to focus because Joe Judge, you know, I believe he's a defensive minded coach, more conservative type guy. Um, but I think that's where Micah Parsons falls. Now, if if Micah Parsons ends up going to Dallas, it'll either be J.C. Horn or Patrick Sertain that'll go to the go to the Giants.
0: All right, and then we get to the Eagles, who were sitting six. Well, there's originally number 12 was the 49ers. They moved up to three to the Dolphins, um, and then the Dolphins jumped from 12 to six where the Eagles were. So we have the Eagles finally picking here at number 12. Interesting how the NFC East gets three in a row.
1: Yeah, it's it is kind of interesting that way. This pick I've got uh, I've got Patrick Sertan going there. I know they've got uh, big play Slay, but I mean you need another corner. If you get a couple of shutdown corners, you know you've got room to grow. They're not going to throw on you if you get an edge rusher in the next round or something like that. You know, uh, you could go with a with a receiver for uh, Jalen Hurts to throw to. Which could be your Devonte Smith or whoever, you know, but I got him going with uh, Patrick Surtain.
0: Yeah, I see. I feel like this is where that other receiver falls into play here. Um, with you again, corner wouldn't surprise me. I feel like they're going go. They're going to go with a skill position. Uh, I think the Chargers are up next at thirteen. What are you thinking there?
1: I've got them going offensive line. This is where I've got uh, Vera Tucker from USC going. Okay. Uh, I think they've got to just, they've got to protect uh, Justin Herbert, and uh, I think that's what they do is they get an offensive lineman. Would it either be him or you know Christian Darrisaw? Whoever, if, if all of them are gone by that point in time, you know, I think that's where they end up going with with uh, with one of those two guys. But I got him very yeah. tough.
0: Yeah, you got to go offensive line, Justin Herbert. Again, kind of goes back to what we what I was saying with with Burrow and and Zach Wilson next year you got to go o line if you're the Jets and that's where you're going at you got to go you got to go line pair up your 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 star young quarterback with uh with some protection just makes sense um and the top skill guys you know whether it be Smith, Waddle, Chase, all should be off the board uh, I'm with you there Minnesota picking next at 14 uh who are you thinking here
1: uh, I've got them going linebacker uh Zaven Collins from Tulsa he is probably the next best, like, inside, you know, outside linebacker guy right there. Uh, and with uh, Minnesota, well they got a decent offense. Uh, their defense is so-so right now. And with, uh, who is it, Zimmer? Zimmer's their coach? Yes. He's a defensive coach, and I think he's going to go that route, so...
0: Yeah, I think they go defense as well. Um it's either him I can I see them going with the uh the kid from Miami off the edge, whose name escapes me. He's he's He'll a pass look. rusher out of uh, out of the U. Was it Phillips? I He'll could be looks. getting a mixed up with somebody else.
1: There's a uh, who is uh, there, had... Russo maybe?
0: Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Um uh at one point I could be way off people. I'm not a draft expert. I just know at one point he was considered a top ten guy. But um, he, uh, I, I feel like they could go one of those guys there, an edge rusher. Uh, Danielle, Hunt, L. Hunter is uh, the, uh, excellent at what he does, but it wouldn't hurt to get a guy on the other side. Linebacker uh, is Evan Collins. You said he's a kid from Tulsa. Is that the kid that's getting all the comparisons to Isaiah Simmons, where he could also line up at safety, or am I thinking of a different linebacker in this draft?
1: Um, I think it's a different linebacker. Well, maybe okay. they've shown him getting lined up at safety. I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, the other edge rusher, other than the kid from Miami, uh, there's the two there. But the kid from Michigan, Quiddy Pay, also wouldn't shock me if the Vikings went with him there. I feel like they are going defense. I'm with you there. Pick 15 is the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick. If they don't trade up or trade down, if they don't trade here, I'll be shocked. Uh, I'll be surprised if the, the Patriots actually pick 15. But if they do, who do you think they're going with?
1: Well, I've got them going, Mac Jones. Okay. But they could go with an edge rusher. They could go pay. I could see them doing that. But I don't know. You never know what the Patriots are going to do. They could fucking draft a running back. They could draft Najee Harris or ATN. you know?
0: Yeah, I I would be would not be surprised if they went. I don't, if they went running back. I'd be surprised, but I, I think defense makes sense. Defense or quarterback, I could see them moving up, especially if if uh, if Fields is is not one of the top three picks. I could see them jumping up to grab him. He'd be the perfect guy to learn behind Cam Newton. Um, it'd be a very Belichick like thing. So we'll we'll see what happens there. New England is another exciting pick. Uh, that determines a lot of what happens after them. Arizona next on the clock. Where do you have them going?
1: See, I've got them drafting. Uh, I've got them drafting a running back. I've got them going Travis ATN here. Uh, they've got some receivers there. Uh, their O line's not too bad. They don't have a running back, you know. Uh, they improved their defense with fucking uh, J J Watt. So I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going running back here.
0: See, I feel like Arizona's a team where if those wide receivers are all gone, uh, I think they're going to look to try to get a weapon for Kyler Murray. Yeah, they got DeAndre Hawkins. I believe they landed A.J. Green. They still have Larry Fitzgerald, and they have Christian Kirk. So those are some pretty good receiving core. But, um, I mean, running back makes sense to add there – their offensive line uh, could use a dude as well, but I think most of them are gone. Would could be gone at this point in your draft. So defensive side of the ball, I don't see anybody going with. I feel like I feel like Arizona is a team that's going to trade up and they're going to try to land someone on the offensive side of the football, um, or one of those two corners, either Sertain or or Horn. But Arizona, I feel like, is a team that's going to move up. I I don't know if they'll be picking sixteen. Um, and if ever if it does if they don't move up I think they'll move back with everybody who's gone and and look to try to just nab a nab somebody in there but yeah there's definitely a big drop off once you get outside those top three or four offensive linemen those top three wide receivers um, there is a drop off on on those positions of wide receiver tight end offensive line so you don't want to just be grabbing whoever. Because the next batch of wide receivers are all very, very good, but they're all kind of interchangeable. I think there's about three of the elite, and then there's about ten good mm-hmm. wide receivers. Um, who's up next? The Raiders, I believe.
1: Yep, Raiders. Uh, I've got them going Christian Dariusaw, uh, tackle. I figure they need some. So you them. think if
0: I- there, you think if he's still there, that he wouldn't go to Arizona? I thought you had him going already. I don't,
1: I don't think so. No, I've got him. I've got him down there, because I've okay. got uh, Slater, Vera Tucker, then I got uh, Zayvon Collins, Mac Jones, Travis ATM, and Christian Derisov. I yeah, was just I looking see, at I... what teams need, and I believe the Raiders need an offensive line to protect uh, Carr and uh, Josh Jacobs.
0: Uh, Jacobs. Yeah. I don't
1: think they need. Yeah, any. they got Rugs in the draft wide receiver. They got another kid that's a wide receiver out there. They're pretty good. They go offensive line. They could go defense. They could draft a corner, you know. Uh maybe a linebacker, but they could go Quiddy pay too as an edge rusher. So you never know. But I got yeah, going. There both
0: saw. There's that um there's this that well whether it would been Zavon Collins or there's that safety. It wasn't David Collins. I think that safety was a kid for TCU, actually. Uh, Amore. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that he's got a Raiders. He just seems like a guy the Raiders would go after. Yeah. Um, pick twenty, I believe we're at. Nope, ninth, wait, where are we? Seventeen, eighteen. This Miami. is Miami at eighteen.
1: Yep, Miami goes so wide receiver. Pick. I've got Miami picking a wide receiver. Because they got Panay Sewell in my draft at six. Okay. So now here, I believe Devontae Smith falls all the way down to the number 18 spot with the Miami Dolphins picking him. And Tua connects with the Bama boy. And they see what they can do.
0: See, I think they go defense here. For, if they don't go defense with the first pick, which they probably won't, I think they've are got de- to go defense here. Um... They lost a lot of players on that defense. Um, I don't know who it would be. They could use a pass rusher. They could use a linebacker. They could use a, a guy in the secondary. So I feel like they'll go defense. This is where one of those Miami pass rushers goes, whether it be Phillips or, or Russo, as you, as you mentioned a little bit ago. But I, I feel like Miami's got to go deep. Uh, Washington up next, 19.
1: Uh, I've got them going defense. I've got them picking a linebacker. Uh, who do I got? Davis from Kentucky.
0: Okay. What kind of, uh, is he a pass rushing linebacker? What kind of linebacker is he?
1: Uh, he's more of a run stop type run linebacker. Okay. So, I think it improves their defense. I do think Washington needs to improve their offense. But, you know, I don't see them. It's, it's the, it's the fucking Redskins or the football team or whoever so you know
0: yeah i I think washington i mean they've got fitzpatrick and heineke right now at quarterback if one of those other quarterbacks are there which one of them should be i really wouldn't be surprised if they were a team that took a trey lance or mac jones or justin fields if they're sitting there um i mean you've got a potential franchise changing quarterback is what people are saying that could be sitting there and fitzpatrick isn't going to be your guy and three years uh, Taylor Heineke is might be a solid guy right now out the gates he, his future is pretty unknown but he's never got he also is a guy that I don't think you look at and say he's changing our franchise around you can get a true franchise changing quarterback here if one of those guys are there I feel like Washington's a team that would just take whoever's left if they don't go quarterback they've got to go they've got to go wide receiver uh, the, the kid from Minnesota I think Bateman Or your your dude Tony from Florida, this is a perfect spot for them to go uh, skill position. Um, That defensive line they have already makes whatever linebacker is good and whatever secondary is good. That defensive front four, when when healthy, is probably the best front four in football, and everybody behind them is better because of it. Who's picking 20? That the Bears? The Bears.
1: Uh, I've got them going, uh, wide receiver, um, Elijah Moore from Ole Miss could be okay.
0: Bateman,
1: could be Bateman there. And
0: Moore, yeah, Moore could easily, you know, be the other one that, as I mentioned with Washington, I feel like they got to go wide receiver. But the Bears wide receiver, interesting. They've got Allen Robinson back on a one-year deal. Then they land another big wide receiver in free agency. Uh, fuck, I don't know. They have Moody and uh, Anthony Miller already. I thought they picked up another one, or maybe they drafted a receiver. They have another good young wide receiver there in Chicago. Um, wide receiver makes sense. I feel like they got this. Another team. Their defense is already pretty good, um, but with them bringing in Sam Darnold, I think you got to protect him. Uh, I believe there's a the the next tier of linemen left. You've got the kid from Oklahoma State. Um, And there's a kid from... Jenkins. Isn't there a center from Alabama that's projected to go in the first round? Landon Dickerson. And then you've got Alex
1: Leatherwood as a tackle. Then there's uh, Brown. Brown's a fucking guard, I think.
0: I can see Chicago going there. Um, Their team made the playoffs last year. And their only real weak spot was protecting the quarterback. I mean, yeah, you had Trubisky and Foles back there. and The offense wasn't really... Moving the ball, but, but once Montgomery got going as a running back, they they, they ran block really really well. Um, they just did not throw very well, and they had the weapons to do it because they could they could move the sticks. They just made critical mistakes at the quarterback position. Darnold or uh, Dalton, I think, is a better he's better than both Foles and Trubisky. And I think if you get another lineman in there to help protect, uh, it makes the Bears even a little bit better. And, and and a lot of people are already writing them off as. The Lions could be better than the Bears this year, and this was a team that was in the playoffs last year. I would not be shocked if they if they slipped in again this year. Um, you can't count that up, them them out with that defense. Wild coaching, though. I don't trust the Bears coaching, but.
1: Oh, Nagy? That's why yeah. I decided they were picking a receiver.
0: <laughs> Makes sense. All right, Andy, up next, 21. What do they do here? I got
1: them going uh, Caleb Farley, the cornerback. Virginia Tech. I figured they needed a little help on the defense. They got a decent offense. They got a good defense, but I figure, you know, you throw a cornerback out there. And he's, a de- he's a good one. He'll be a good one. I guess he's got some uh, back problems, I think. But uh, other than that, as long as, you know, he doesn't have barring any injuries, I think that's where they go.
0: Yeah, I, I think they could go anywhere. There's that other corner. If they don't go they don't go ahead, and there's the, the corner from uh, Northwestern as well that I know is projected so- to go... Up there, is that Newsom? Is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but it really, Indy could do anything. They really yeah. could, uh, aside from running back, um, they could take anyone. And, uh, I think that the uh, offensive line's very good. They wouldn't hurt to add another depth guy there. Wide receiver, um, they didn't really pick up any. Free agents, and they've got a young receiving core. They still have T. Y. Hilton. Um, they've got a young receiving core. Paris Campbell and, and Pittman also rounding that out. So, don't know if they would go receiver, but if if one of the, if Bateman or Moore or Tony are there, they, it wouldn't shock me if they went receiver. But um, yeah, corner makes sense. Linebacker would make sense here if 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 one of the ones mentioned you said Davis, or uh, um Davis from Kentucky. Who was the kid from Tulsa? I'm sorry. That kid, Collins, yeah, yeah, that kid could go there, too, I feel like. Um, compliment the Colts real well. Tennessee Titans, what are you thinking here?
1: They're going edge rusher. Okay. They're going Quiddie Pay for Michigan. They need a lot of help on the defense. So I, I, I figure they didn't have any pass rush last year. And, you know, had they had some pass rush, maybe, you know, they could have repeated where they were from the year before. But – they lost Indy in the or first who did they lose to Baltimore,
0: yeah they lost to Baltimore yeah. in the
1: first round, so.
0: Yeah, I think defense makes sense for the Titans as well. Um, I mean they, adding a receiver wouldn't surprise me, but they have AJ Brown, and Corey Davis. I mean that's you don't really need to add another guy there. Um, they lost Jonu Smith. I don't really think there's like a next. After Pitts, I don't think there's another first first round solidified tight end. I think what the kid from Notre Dame is like the next tight end, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if memory serves me right, Every, but uh, um, or whatever, Fryer Move. Yeah, but, but you know, I don't know if they go there. I feel like defense makes the <laughs> yeah. most sense. For the yeah. Uh, is this the Jets' next pick? Is that next? it the Steelers? It's the Jets. So what are the Jets. We, we, they're going if if we. Assume Zach Wilson is the guy, or who are they going with here?
1: I think they go defense because they got big Bob Sala. Right. Okay. So now I've got them either taking uh, uh, Phillips, the edge rusher from Miami, or they go okay. Greg Newsom, cornerback from Northwestern. So I think it's one sense. of those guys.
0: And I don't know. Yeah, I I think they, they got to go defense as well, Um, unless they can get that. Uh, unless that offensive line uh, um, Oklahoma State kid could be there or that kid from Alabama. Like I said, yeah. if, if one of those <laughs> two offensive linemen are there. We, we will see. It'll be an interesting pick there for the Jets. Uh, Then you got Pittsburgh picking 24.
1: See, this is the Steelers are going O-line. Uh, The center, Pouncy retired. They need to replace the center. Landon Dickerson from Alabama is a center. He is a good one. So therefore, I believe that's where they're going. But he can fill the line. He can play guard or tackler or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's done it down here before. So I believe that's where he's going to end up is with the Steelers.
0: Oh, yep. that makes sense. That's the logic behind it. I think they go Najee, Najee Harris here, but... Yeah, it, yeah, it's a possibility for sure. Uh, uh, the more Steelers, like when you think of the organization of the Steelers, offensive line is what they're going to draft. Um, the sexy pick is Najee Harris. That's who the fans, I think, are going to lean towards. Um, he's going to sell more jerseys, but the Steelers pick is probably Dickerson.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> should get Dino a fuck Roethlisberger jersey. <laughs> F. It's F Roethlisberger That's what we need to do
0: Yeah so Jacksonville's got their second pick Coming up Jacksonville's
1: going offensive line I figure if they're going to do this right They've got to protect Trevor Lawrence So you've got to pick an offensive lineman This is where the kid from Oklahoma State Comes into play uh, yeah, Tavon Jenkins. Jenkins I believe if he's still there That's who they're going to get
0: See, this is where I feel like they're going wide receiver. They're going to take that fast kid from Florida, that Tony, oh, right? I yeah. think they're going him. I think they're going to look because because Jacksonville has decent receivers. I mean, Keelan Cole and um, the DJ Shark, I think are very good wide receivers. Shark, I think, could open it up over the top. And I think I think Jacksonville, knowing Urban Meyer, he's going to want to spread it out. And uh, I, I think I think Jacksonville. I just think they're going with that fast kid. He just feels like Urban Meyer is going to want to go speed. Let's see.
1: Who is the guy in the draft that looks like he's going to beat his girlfriend? I don't know. Is it that kid? I don't know either, but that's who fucking Urban Meyer is going to take. <laughs> he had coaching at fucking Ohio State. So whoever the guy with the biggest fucking felony record of fucking spousal abuse, you know, domestic violence, is the guy that they're taking.
0: I don't think it's gonna be Tevin Jenkins. He's kid, kid kid uh Pulled up his promo picture here, and this is what he looks like. Um, child molester. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the glasses on. He looks like a looks like a a, a nerdy offensive lineman. Probably a real smart kid, but yeah, uh, right. you'd say child molester. I don't think he's going to Jacksonville. He's too clean What's cut a
1: for better it. What's ass Walter?
0: However, up, however, Kadari is Tony um maybe looks... <laughs> maybe maybe he he's 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 got the the bleach blonde dreads stereotype in here but but compared to the oh, he went other to florida receivers... too
1: he went to florida too so
0: yeah Not unless dan bullen turf, came they... in
1: and cleaned up all that fucking hitman aaron hernandez bullshit you know then... where
0: you look where you, you look at a picture of rashad bateman Probably not great wide receiver. Probably not going to Urban uh, Meyers. Minnesota.
1: They, you know. Too,
0: too clean cut. Too clean they're,
1: cut. They're Minnesota.
0: So we go to the Cleveland Browns at 26. We've been ready to wrap this thing up here. Uh, what are we thinking here with the Cleveland Browns?
1: Cleveland's going to go defense. They need a defensive line. They got the edge rusher and Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett. They need linebackers also. But I think if you build a good a good front, if you shut down the run, you know, everything else will come into play. So I'm going uh Christian Barrymore, defensive tackle from Alabama.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Going defensive getting a run stuffer in there, big body, um, linebacker, I'm with you, makes sense. If one of those corners, Farley or um, Newsome fall, I wouldn't be surprised if they went there. But if Cleveland They have to go defense. I mean, they were in shootouts every week, and they obviously could put points on the board, and they're getting Odell Beckham back, so that offense should be be fine. I don't see any change, if not better, than last year, and um, adding some depth to your defense isn't going to hurt if you're the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Baltimore's up next. Yeah,
1: I've got them going with uh, an edge rusher. Uh, who is it? Uh, Owe from uh Oe, whoever from Penn State. okay. Jason Owe, Oe. I believe they need an edge rusher. They could go linebacker and get uh.
0: He was fast. That kid's fast. Yeah. And um and and the Ravens, they love fast pass rushers. So
1: yeah, they could get the linebacker uh, Oluso Koromoa from Notre Dame.
0: Yeah, Notre Dame kid, okay.
1: I think he might go somewhere. Yeah, in there.
0: I, I I agree with with both those. I think those are both guys make sense. I just know that that kid Oway from Penn State's really really fast, and I don't think he had a strong season. I think he's one of those guys that's like freak athlete in the. First round yeah. projected, um, but he's, like, he's very coachable. Fun. Yeah, very coachable guy though. To where a team like Baltimore will turn this athlete into a stud. Um, where if he goes to a team like our hometown Detroit Lions, he's probably a bust and a, a missed pick. So the right organization with the right player makes sense here. I think a way, great fit. I, I, I think that's a good fit for both of them. New Orleans Saints, your boy, your team. Who that? Up next, who are
1: they going with here? Who that? They need, they could go, they got a couple of options. They could go uh, corner here with this pick. They could go wide receiver with this pick. Uh, they could go linebacker with this pick. Uh, they could also go running back with this pick to replace uh, uh, Murray. Octavius Murray. I honestly think it's probably going to be receiver. I think this is where Tony falls, is right here, or Bateman, or uh, what's his name? Lawrence? Terrence? Terrence? Lawrence?
0: Marshall. Terrence Marshall. Marshall.
1: Yeah, from LSU.
0: Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Serpentine patterns.
1: Yeah, whatever. But I think that's where it goes. I think they might end up picking a Najee Harris, if he's still there, um, that's right, that's where I think they're gonna go, I think they're gonna go receiver, they need that big play receiver, they need a corner, but the cornerbacks that are left, you know, you've got, uh, uh, Sante Samuel, Newsom, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name, Tyson Campbell from Georgia, they're decent, but, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know, I mean, you've got a decent back, you know, thing like that and you need a linebacker which you've got a lot of linebackers in this draft also so you could get a Dylan Moses or a Jabril Cox in the second round you know if you needed to so that's
0: what I think yeah
1: going to go Tony
0: I I think the really good teams when we're down here we're not really so much talking about a position of need so much as they're gonna find a guy who fits yeah, what um, and he's going to be good because you're you, we're talking about the best teams in the NFL, and it always seems like for the most part it's the same teams picking down here. Cleveland, really the only one uh, that normally isn't used to picking in the 20s, but uh, you know Cleveland and then or sorry New Orleans, and then we got Green Bay coming up next. But these teams have been picking in the 20s for the last 10 plus years, and uh, they just somehow figure out how to get it right. Uh, with whoever it might be so defense I think makes the most sense for the Saints but again Sean Payton could look, could find could see some weapon out there and with Jameis and I Taysom Hill to, to plug in
1: I think that's where they go they could also go with that uh mooring kid from TCU as a safety oh yeah
0: player. if he's there that yeah he definitely would make sense um linebacker though is if If you asked me a position that the Saints were going to draft, I'd say a linebacker, but I think anywhere on defense would make the most sense, or wide receiver, to your point. Green Bay's next. What are the Packers doing here?
1: I don't know. Do they draft a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers? Do they go defense? You know what I mean? they pick another offensive lineman? Like, what do they go? Because I could say, you know, Nico Collins or Rashad Bateman or, you know, any one of those receivers could go in that spot. Then you could go with an edge rusher like, uh, old Juare from fucking, uh, Georgia, you know, you could go Ooh, with that, Miami kids. you know, that Miami kid. Yeah. Uh, Russo. Yeah.
0: I, I think green Bay, like they're getting Devin Funchess. He'll be back. Uh, their receiving core Rogers just won the MVP with the receiving core. They had, he oh. likes Lazar. He likes Devante Adams. Uh, Rob big Bob Tunyon had a, a career year. Um, a tight end would make sense. They could add some more depth with the tight end position, So with the way they um, they run that offense. Um, but defense, especially secondary, I think they have to go – I think secondary is why they maybe lost to the Buccaneers um, the year prior. I think the big reason they lost to the Rams, I believe it was, right? 49ers. 49ers, yes. They got gashed. So going defensive line, going edge rusher makes yep. a lot of sense to help both those things, but getting some secondary, getting some coverage wouldn't hurt either. They gotta go defense side of the ball, you gotta go the playmaker, edge rusher or uh, safety if he's there. Um and, and that's that just means the rich get richer if you're the Green Bay Packers. If you're a Lions fan, you're hoping they take a running back because uh, they have already two good ones, but um, that's the only position where the guy coming in is not going to kill us right away. More so than the other two guys would with, with AJ Dillon and um, Aaron Jones. So they're already going to gash us. What's another one going to do? Um, that's just one position that they already aren't going to kill us at. Anyhow, Buffalo Bills picking 30th, which is very unique situation for the Buffalo Bills. Um, again, where what they could go anywhere.
1: Yeah, they can, but I think they're going to go running back, Najee Harris, Alabama. I think that's where they're going to go. Okay. I think they've got a decent uh, decent mix on defense. Yet again, they could go pass rusher. They could go uh, Olja from, Laware from Georgia or that kid from uh, the U, you know. I don't really think they go linebacker. They might go with a safety and that mooring kid, you know. But I've got them going. Uh, I've got them going. Najee, Najee.
0: Yeah, I, I can see them going on uh, off um, secondary, uh, especially with the way. That, that you know the the AFC East isn't really built right now for uh, a pass heavy teams. I mean, the Dolphins with two are going to be figuring it out, but eventually, if they do figure it out, they'll be slinging it all over the place. Cam and the Patriots, you don't expect them to, you know, they're going to be more ground-based, but you're still going to have to cover those tight ends with Hunter Henry and uh, Johnny Smith now, and who knows what that Patriots office is going to do. They, they, they could change it quickly. Um, and then are a dark horse Super Bowl pick. It's not a bad pick. And then the Jets, um, with Zach Wilson in the future, yeah, they're, they're looking like a team that's going to be primed to be ripping it down the field. So if you're the Bills – You've already got a pretty solid defense, why not add another piece back there to that secondary? You can never have in this modern day NFL, you can never have enough depth at the cornerback and safety position. Um so why not get another kid back there to to help cover? Teams going five wide once a series it seems now. Yeah. And the Patriots will have Three tight ends out there wide that can all run under 4-5.
1: Three tight ends and fucking uh, Rex Burkhead. <laughs>
0: yeah. Can't cover these guys. And then now uh, you got the Ravens with a second pick in the first round, which I somehow overlooked. Um,
1: it was a trade with Kansas City. They traded their tackle. Oh, uh,
0: uh, that's right. Orlando so, Brown. Brown? Yeah, so.
1: Placed their tackle with this pick with Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. I think he goes yeah. right
0: there. I think Oklahoma State kid he's already went. And Notre Dame also have a tackle that could go for a second round.
1: Uh, Notre Dame, yeah, they've got uh, what's his name, Eichenberg, but I I didn't like yeah. him. I just wanted to throw Leatherwood out there because I'm a big big Leatherwood fan. Dude's really good, and if he doesn't go. In this spot, he'll go early to mid-second, or he'll be a second-round pick if he doesn't go right right in this area. And I wouldn't be, you know, I would love for the Lions to pick this motherfucker, but I don't think they're going to. I think that, you know, he ends up going to, like, some shit team, like uh like the fucking Jets or something.
0: Hey, Jets are going to be real good in a couple of years, man. Zach Wilson. Now but we let's close it out. Player. We can close it out here. Uh, With the final pick of the first round, the the show-me-the-covers pick of the first round, I'll address that in just a second here, but Tampa Buccaneers, Super Bowl champions, they've brought back all 22 starters, so what are they doing here?
1: Who fucking cares? Like, who fucking knows who they're going to pick? Who do you pick? They're probably going to pick some asshole, you know, from, I I don't know, some fucking asshole wide receiver that they don't need, that they're just going to pick. I, uh, You know, because Bruce Arians is the head coach. So they're probably going to go offense. I doubt they go fucking defense. But, you know, what do I know? I've got them, you know, fuck, I don't even know. I had them picking that uh, safety, Moore, from well, TCU. Uh, you know, it's not like, uh, fuck if I know who they're going to pick. You know, they could end up yeah, picking. As
0: far as the Buffalo, it's a, it's a system where, you know, there's just adding depth to the secondary there. Um, I think they go defense. I don't know what they're doing. You know the the Sue's getting a little bit older. The defensive line was real good, but JPP's getting a little bit older. I just feel like they're going to go to uh, to a defensive side the of the football. Rusher. I
1: thought they could go Oljuwari um, also, or yeah. uh, who's that kid on who's that defensive lineman? Uh, where's he at? Do do, do, do. Uh, uh, shit like that. Fuck is he. Uh, Owens on from Washington. Okay. He's a defensive tackle or a defensive line. So, you know, they could go there. They could also take one of the kids from Miami. Russo. Yeah, I think
0: they could, yeah. I mean, I, I think they're going defense, um, but... A lot of good picks out there. A lot of gambling on the NFL draft, which I've never done before. We mentioned that when we let off the show with the top four picks. A lot of over-under on player positions, things like that. I'll uh, put the CJ. uh has his top four. I'm going to put that bet in. Um, I think I already did, actually, plus 800. It was uh, Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, Pitts. That's CJ's top four. That's what I'm plugging in. It's plus 800 in FanDuel, so I put a dollar on it. I might win eight bucks. Are we um, splitting that since it's my picks? I uh, mean, I can send you $4 bucks, um, if, if we win the 8 there, bud. But um, speaking of gambling, uh, sponsorship uh, here with Gambler with a grappleman We can't thank them enough. ShowMeTheCovers.com. Uh, check out Midwest Mike and Sharp Dimes. These guys uh, helped me out a lot last month. Um, and by helping me out a lot, I just tailed their picks and was up 22 units. Now, what that means is if you're betting to win a unit, you're setting a baseline. So if you're betting to win ten dollars with every bet, hundred dollars or thousand dollars, whatever you're looking to get out of every bet, whatever you can afford, uh, and you set your baseline at that, they were up 22 units last month. So at ten dollars a unit, you're up two hundred twenty dollars for the month of April. Uh, the month mar- of March, they finished up they finished up 17. On the year, they're at 78 units up. If you're betting a hundred dollars. You're up 780 bucks on the year from gambling by just tailing these guys. Sharp. Midwest Mike, they're where they're at, showmethecovers.com. But when you sign up, not only are you getting your, your first sign-up bonus of 25% off, you're getting an additional 25% off by using the promo code GRAPPLE. That's right, GRAPPLE. G-R-A-P-P-L-E. Use the promo code GRAPPLE when you sign up at showmethecovers.com. These guys are up. Averaging 20 units a month, if you're betting $10, units, unit says 200 bucks. it's going to cover itself right there. 30 days for 168 bucks using the promo code GRAPPLE. 90 days is about $300, so you're saving even more money there. You can sign up for a full year for just over $1,000, and you could win that back uh, within a couple months. Show me covers.com promo code GRAPPLE. Let him know the Grappleman sent you, obviously, by using the promo code, but Midwest Mike, um, awesome dude to talk to, too. If you ever have any issues, you shoot him a message on the Instagram. He's quick to reply within seconds. I mean, within seconds. I shot him several messages um, uh, throughout the month just saying, like, hey, man, you know, thanks. Or uh, there, was, there was one pick where uh, the game he put in there, he had the wrong teams. Uh, by by mistake he got two games mixed up. Send so him a quick message. Hey man, which game did you mean here? He goes, oh crap, thanks. And then within five minutes of me sending him the message, he not only had it fixed on the portal, he had it he had responded to my message. Thank you. Know, it just awesome, awesome guys. And like I said, they're winning 20 units a month. Um, they bet thousand dollar units, so these guys were up twenty two thousand dollars in the month of April. Um, and, and they, they, they show you their losses. They show you their wins. They give you reasons why they're picking what they're picking, um, especially baseball. They give you the details on the pitching, matchups, um, bullpen streaks, trends, things of that nature. So you're going to become a better gambler by going to ShowMeTheCovers.com and use the promo code GRAPPLE. Kentucky Derby's also this weekend. Billy was our Derby expert. He was supposed to join us. I have a text message from him with some ponies. Uh, speaking of gambling,
1: <laughs> I knew he was a horse cock watcher.
0: He, he is a horse cock watcher. Um, based off of his writing here, uh, he's a picture of a piece of paper. I can't tell you who he was going to pick. Can't give you, give you much more other than he's got a couple guys highlighted as no chance. He was waiting on the pole positionings of uh, before he determined who he liked, um, and who he didn't like. I don't really know what this means. I'm going to give you a rundown of the horses. Um, He's got the horses as essential quality. Rock your world, Hot rod Charlie, known agenda, highly motivated. Medina spirit, Superstock, Mandalorian, I believe that is. Midnight bourbon, uh, bourbonic maybe, soup and sandwich and helium. Um, also, one of the horses, he says the horses that have no chance are Gitter Number, Hidden Stash, Like the King, The Sainthood, and Dinah Mitzi, I think that says. So, those are the horses. He's got a list of the ones that have no chance, in his opinion. Uh, Billy's hot at, at, at horse racing. Essential quality is written down a handful of, of times here. So is Hot Rod Charlie and Rock Your Humble World. with Hot Rod Charlie. Hot Rod Charlie is a fucking sweet name, man. I dig it. Hot Rod Charlie. Um, I also kind of like, highly motivated uh, as a horse name for this race just because, you know, I don't know. Hot Rod Charlie. I'm going to put a dollar on him and see what happens. Um, but that's the Derby. You know, it's a, it's the most exciting 90 seconds in sports, man. Um, I do watch the Derby every year. I, I do because usually the NHL playoffs are happening, and NBC always has an NHL playoff game that's, like the lead into the Derby. So they have like Derby coverage on NBC Sports Network, um, and then they always have an NHL game on NBC. So the NHL game ends, and then the Derby coverage from the NBC Sports Network kicks over to NBC, and it's like an hour of that before the actual Derby itself starts. So you get the pregame, which is a lot of literal pony show trotting out there, a lot of hype, a lot of hype, a lot of hype, and then boom, they, they fucking run it. And I mean, you you watch it just because it's you know it's Kentucky Derby and it's quick. Uh, it is exciting, and then it's over, and you're like, okay. I've watched enough horse cocks today. It's time to move on.
1: That's right. I dated a girl that was like, oh, what's the the Kentucky Derby? Because, you know, we'd watch fucking ESPN or whatever, and they'd have it all over there. And there was a few girls that I worked with that were like, oh, you know, the Kentucky Derby. They wanted to get into it and blah, 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 blah. And then the race happened, and then the race was over. And then they looked at me, and they're like, is that it? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. They're like, well, what the fuck is the big deal about all that? So my reply to that is it's just a bunch of motherfuckers that want to watch horse cocks run around the fucking field. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's the horse cock watchers. It's uh,
0: it's a big gal. It's a, it's, it's turned into like a. Everybody
1: likes the mint juleps and the big hats. Yeah,
0: it's like a bougie event, I guess, for lack of a better word. I don't think I've ever used that word in my life until just now. It's, it's it now. Aristric- aristocratic, if you will. Uh, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's big money being. Sp- Event, a lot of rich folk going out there. It's more about the party, the atmosphere. But there are 12 races that day, I believe. The the, the Derby, yeah. The there's big a bunch one. of races. You know, there's yeah. races all day it's going so on bad. at at the uh, at the track there. So it, it is a big event. It's kind of like the Indianapolis 500. Nobody watches IndyCar racing except for the Indianapolis 500. It's great for the city of Indianapolis. The Kentucky Derby is great for the city of Louisville. It has a it has that city has one event every single year that pretty much keeps that city thriving. It's going to generate millions of dollars for that city. And that's awesome. Um, And I love that. And the same thing with the Indy 500, that city has that and they've got other stuff in Indy, but that Indy 500 generates them a ton of money. And cities who have those gimmick events, all power to them. Good on you guys to, to make money and thrive and have something that's, really an American staple. Yeah. makes makes kicks off every year with the Kentucky Derby and ends every year with the Indy 500. And usually in the month of May, you've got the NBA playoffs, you've got the NHL playoffs, the NFL draft. You're coming off hot off the heels of that. So you're a little excited for football season. Baseball season's picking up. This year, you're going to have the NBA and NHL playoffs just starting um, in mid-May, so... It's a hell of a month for sports. Spring is great for sports. Um, it's exciting time to be a sports fan, and we are you know, going to push forward into the summer here. Can't wait to see what happens tomorrow night in the draft. Any closing thoughts on the podcast here today, Sage? Uh,
1: no, not really. Other than Zach Wilson looks like a lesbian. Could be a lesbian. He's a Mormon. I don't know how they feel about those types of things.
0: I don't think they'd be very well-received, actually. Probably not. No, I
1: maybe mean... Maybe he's transgender.
0: You know what, though? Maybe, 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 I shouldn't say that, but maybe the they're very open to that, because, like, uh, well, what, the Mormons usually have, like, seven wives and shit like that, so maybe the wives just, like, they I let out. Being out with each other, yeah. I was trying to be PC there, but I know you don't have a PC bone in your body.
1: Oh, no, you can think of the scissors, leg scissors, and they just kind of hook it up like that.
0: I mean, maybe, so maybe Zach Wilson, like, that's his goal. It's to, like, you know, he's like, you know what, I, I I have many wives. I'm turning into a wife myself.
1: I have I have many wives. <laughs> I have off my penis. Huh. Therefore, I am a wife myself. Ha, ha, ha. But New York, it man, what a call shock Ruth for him. Jenner, I, You have nothing on me.
0: What a shocker, culture shock for him going to New York, that could be, this could all be bullshit, and the (laughs) Jets could be taking Justin Fields. He
1: could lose his fucking mind, like, (laughs) he'd be this this little Mormon, white, lesbian-looking motherfucker that gets thrown into New York City, you know, and it's just like, oh my God, you know, you got the homeless folks down on 42nd Street, and. The titty bars and the, the fucking porno theaters and all that shit. The homeless guy's doing crack, standing out there,
0: let me beg a dollar from you, sir.
1: But, you know, I'm sure his I'm sure his ass will be living in fucking New Jersey or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's where they play out of, so it makes sense. Yeah, Practice yeah. play out of there. He'll be, hanging
1: out, he'll be hanging out with the Guidos down there on the oh, Jersey geez. Shore. He'll <laughs> be fucking around with Sookie and fucking uh, Pauly D and all those fuckers. Oh, going,
0: brother, brother, brother. But anyways, the um, uh, Zach. I just feel like Justin Fields could be the guy, man. The more I, you I, can get, you closer know,
1: if to he's it. not, if they do draft Zach Wilson, just the 49ers went all the way up to fucking draft Justin Fields. There's no other way about it, unless they were trying to get Kyle Pitts and go with the two tight end set. There, I don't, I don't fucking know, man.
0: You don't think Kyle Shanahan – because Shanahan has had success with Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan, and Mac Jones is the closest thing to them in this it draft. It is,
1: but it doesn't make sense to me on why you would trade up eight spots, nine spots to get him when he'd be there at 12.
0: But maybe we're thinking too much. We're looking at it too much a different way. Maybe it is what John Lynch said. He said, "You know what? They really wanted Mac Jones. They moved up there. They just wanted to make sure he was a dude. And if he wasn't a the dude, they were going to get the dude, whether that be Fields or Land. Um, yeah, I mean, and it just, it, any, like, it just takes any. It just takes anything. And who knows? Maybe they went up to get Zach Wilson, assuming Fields was going to go to the Jets. And then when the Jets started going, I think that's maybe at the time. Maybe at the time though." Field they assumed Fields was going to the Jets and they were like we're gonna go up to get Zach Wilson and then it's like well shit now well, Zach Wilson's going to the Jets they, yeah they've been yeah.
1: hollering Zach Wilson's name for God knows how long now
0: yeah since, I mean who the
1: – think fucking started
0: but yeah I, I I don't know for sure I mean didn't it, didn't the trade happen during Zach Wilson's pro day if memory serves me right it, that trade between the Dolphins and the 49ers happened at Zach Wilson's pro day. And that was the speculation because I think at the time the assumption was Fields was going to go to the Jets. And then, like, that trade happened, and then the next day it was like, the Jets are taking Zach Wilson, and then the 49ers are like, well, shit, we're stuck with our thumb in the ass. We're going to take Justin. And everybody thought uh-huh. they were going to take Justin Fields. And then it's like, nope, they're going Mac Jones. Shefty reported Mac Jones. I believe they actually went up to – Assuming they were going to get Zach Wilson. Or was it wasn't during I Mac Jones' pro day, day.
1: day that they were doing that. I think uh, it was so Mac so Jones' so pro day, so day that decided all that shit was coming out like that.
0: Let's see. When did this fucking trade happen? Dolphins 49ers trade. I'm in the Google here. So that trade happened on March 26th. March 25th or 26th? March 26th is when that trade happened. Um, Zach Wilson Pro Day. Zach Wilson's Pro Day was, was March 26th. March 25th. Zach Wilson's Pro Day was March 25th. The trade was March 26th. Justin Field's pro day was March thirty first, so it was before Fields Pro Day. When was Mac Jones's pro day? Mac Jones' pro day was hard to find. Mac Jones's pro day was March thirtieth, so it was after the trade. So it was during it was right after the Zach Wilson pro day the day after. Which would yep. make sense on why the 49ers wanted to go up to get Zach Wilson. And now they're going to make it spin to where Mac Jones they wanted all along. But we'll see. Who the hell knows what happens tomorrow. For all we know, they go they went up to get Penny Sewell. Could be. And they're going to ride Jimmy G.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It'd be some shit if they ended up walking away with Trey Lance, though. Because it's, uh, yeah, after the number one pick, I think it's just a fucking crap goes where. You know, because I'm still not sold that Zach Wilson's going to the fucking Jets.
0: Is there any player for the Detroit Lions to where if they pick them, you'll just shake your head and go, damn same old Lions?
1: Ah, fuck, I don't know. I mean, I'd love for them to draft defense. First fucking round, I'd love for him to get Micah Parsons or, uh, you know, I'd I'd even fucking like for him to get a cornerback. You know, I'd love for him to get a fucking big, nasty defensive lineman. But I don't think that's what they're going to do. I honestly think that they're going to go. They'll either trade the pick and then try to draft defense from that aspect of it. Or they pick up a receiver, because I mean the receivers that you got in this draft, you know.
0: I have a feeling. Are... I, I, I mean, I guess for me, deep down, it's like I'm hoping they land Michael Parsons and and Terrence Marshall. First round, grab your linebacker. Second round, grab your receiver.
1: Yeah, it would make um, sense that way.
0: Um, that, that would be ideal. But I, I mean, who knows? I could be way off on Devontae Smith. I just.
1: See, I he's think Jalen Waddle goes to the Lions. I don't think Devonte Smith goes in the top ten. He's he's a fucking good receiver, but I think his size was going to hold him back. In and
0: your opinion, who's the better of the spot, two? You know, what's that? In your opinion, who's the better of the two? You've seen him a lot, Waddle or Smith?
1: Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. The only reason Devonte Smith won the Heisman is because Jalen Waddle was hurt this year, like halfway okay. through the season. So it's like... Yeah, I knew he
0: was hurt, but I, I mean, it's... Okay.
1: Yeah, that's that's my opinion on that whole fucking matter. I mean, out of all the guys, I don't even remember who the fuck was up for the Heisman. Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, Trevor Lawrence. Was Trevor Lawrence up for it?
0: Yeah, he didn't win it. it was yeah, I was
1: I was surprised he didn't fucking win it. Or Justin Fields. I think they should, they pretty
0: much said he didn't win it because of COVID, right? Yeah. he
1: had yeah, COVID,
0: COVID. But... Anyways, that's gonna be it for this episode of Grambling with a Grappleman. We appreciate you guys from listening once again, show me dot use the promo code grapple for twenty five percent off. Uh follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Matthew underscore priest. CJ doesn't have the social media handles. I believe he's got a Facebook, but um no,
1: we're I'm not never gonna promote
0: running. that on here. And uh we tell yeah, he's not on the Instagram, he's not on the the, the Twitter come, machine. Come
1: check me uh, out on my OnlyFans page. Horse
0: oh, you've got one of those. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Don't don't go to horsecock watchers on the <laughs> OnlyFans. You may regret it. Or or do. You never
1: know. Uh, it could be one of those things. Uh, yeah, or, it could be a picture a of me you know, uh, in a leopard yeah. in a leopard in a leopard print thong like Steve O from fucking uh, from fucking Wild Boys. Him and Pontius, you know? Could be some some shit like that. The horsecock watchers and stuff. You never know. Might be interesting. If you're into that kind of thing. Check it out. Onlyfans.com. Subscribe to me. It's only $5 a month. I need the money. You know, daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Or a new leopard thong. Who cares? You know, or gambling money. You know, whatever. It all works out pretty good,
0: though. So you, so you really are the horsecock cock watcher on Onlyfans, huh?
1: <laughs> only in my Lucha Libre Rey Mysterio mask. You cannot tell my true identity. Thanks for listening to
0: Game with the Grappleman.